So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast with Youngheim. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you to start making music? Uh, when did I start making music? What inspired you to start it? Oh, what inspired me? Actually, Michael Sarah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, back in 2014, Michael Sarah uh, released like an album of like kind of like very lo-fi indie folk music. And I was like, this doesn't really sound that great. So maybe I can make music then. And so then I started making worse music than that. But then it, I think it slowly got better. So that's good. <laughs> I like that. That's great. Uh, so congrats on your upcoming release. This might be healing. How do you felt the response to the album so far to the people you've shown it to since at the time of recording, it isn't quite out yet? Um, I think that the response uh, that I've gotten so far has been really nice. Um, I wasn't really expecting much of a response, especially because I, I literally did this album like two months. It was oh, wow. very abrupt. Yeah. Two months. Yeah. Like, uh, I came out with my single out back in like October and I was thinking that's going to be it. Like that was going to be the, um, the final thing I would release this year. I had already, re that was like my 14th song that I released this year. And then I was just in September, I started writing what I thought was going to be an EP. And then I came out with an album. Uh, and so like, just because of like how quick that was, I was expecting maybe people would be like, oh yeah, this is nice. You know, like it feels rushed. Uh, I feel like now that people, anybody who hears this and uh, hears me going that it was like, it took two months, they're going to be like, I knew it. Of course it did. But um, like the response has been really nice. Uh, I think my favorite response was from uh, my friend Indigo from, I'm, I keep on forgetting how to pronounce the band name. Uh, it's O-U-X. I'm spelling it. I'm not going to risk, I'm not going to risk that shit. Um, and they like gave like a really in-depth review of it and like they compared it to artists that I was like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. I think that's my favorite type of feedback is when somebody's like, Oh, you sound like this artist. And I'm like, I didn't even know that artist. So I'm glad I'm not ripping anybody off. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I saw you on the timeline. We weren't following you and I saw one of your clips or something. I was like, Oh my God, I actually like really like this. Um, I see they have an album coming out. I have them on the podcast. It's going to happen. Uh, so now we're here. <laughs> Thank you. I love Twitter's crazy. Yeah. Okay. I, I like the album too. I listened to it after I harassed you to send us the files. It was yeah, thank you. I love how, it, like, literally two or three hours before this, you were just like, "Oh yeah, could you send us the album?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we studied like, really oh, hard. Oh crap! It's <laughs> so fresh in your mind. Yeah. Uh, so, what was your writing process like for this album? You said it was only a, a couple months worth. Um, I know uh, two. I think two of the songs I had already written prior, um, "Medallion" and the closing track. Uh, were written a year to like three years before I had started actually writing for the album. Um, but I started off with any questions because I'm currently in like a seminar at my college. Uh, and it's about like, oh, what do you want to do with your life? And I just started thinking about kind of like that anxiety that you get when you're like a junior in high school and they're already telling you like, oh, what are you, what is your career going to be? Like, what are you going to do with your life? Um, so I started going into that. I came up with the album title 
before I had written everything else for the album. Uh, and so I thought this might be healing wasn't necessarily something that I was going to explore through the songs. It was just kind of, it was generally like, you know, like this album, making this album might be a healing process for me. Cause you know, I was just, it was kind of a rough personal moment for me in September, just a lot of, uh, BS happened <laughs> at that time. Uh, but then I think I subconsciously took that into the songwriting process. I was just trying to come up with songs that like, I'm trying to think of how to say it. I feel like there are people that are like, I don't really like acoustic music. I think it's boring. And I wanted to go, okay, I'm going to write songs with acoustic guitars, but make mm -hmm. it like crazy yeah, and do some ridiculous stuff with it. Make it sound like an MTV unplugged thing or something. Yeah. Uh, so I tried combining that. And then with the lyric ideas, I just kind of, I think subconsciously I was thinking of like, you know, just, healing and then also messing up you know like having those moments where you're like no i feel like shit again and then having those moments where it's like oh i don't have to feel like that um so i think the best example is like uh the two middle songs how to deal with everything in square one they blend into each other but how to deal with everything is kind of going like okay i need to kind of like deal with this you know um breathe it'll work out take things one step at a time and then square one is oh i can't deal with this anymore like i don't want to i'm going back to my old habits and stuff uh so it's really not like a linear thematic album it's just again a bunch of uh why do i feel the way that i feel i guess okay. wow that's really cool. I'm going to beat glory to this one. Yeah. I would be the first one to say that I hate acoustic songs every single time we talk about it on the <laughs> podcast. I'm like, God, I can't fucking stand this. It's so boring. But there's just something about your music that you just did it the right way where I actually enjoy listening to it. So thank you for that. I mean, <laughs> you yes, did it. I got an A+. Plus. <laughs> you got an A+. Plus. <laughs> uh, can you tell me where your headspace was? You already touched on it a little bit, but can you mm. tell me where your headspace was while creating this album? Um. That's actually very interesting because I was already in the process of another album entirely, like a whole different sound, a whole different like concept of everything. Uh -huh. It was a lot more aggressive, a lot more like kind of electric guitar stuff. Okay. Um, and I kind of had to put all that on hold just because of various personal reasons. Uh, and so because of those personal reasons being tied to that sound, I was just like, I need a break from that. I need something that can kind of distract me from that. So the headspace during writing, I think initially it was very much just trying to kind of vent out my feelings into these songs. Like any questions is just angst. Uh, <laughs> and then as I started going more into it and getting, obviously because I came out with this thing and like, I wrote the whole album within like maybe a month so wow. I was already like really like passionate about it. And so I got more and more like, oh, I'm going to do this. And, you know, so I think that kind of shows in like other songs, like Note to Self was like definitely one of the songs that I wrote that I was like, yes, like I just want to come up with something fun, you know, mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah. So I think my headspace was just kind of all over the place. Yeah, that's fair. That's cool. Uh, so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this album? 
oh god i always hate thinking about influences because i feel like i'm not really good at like pegging my own influences because i feel like if i say one then somebody's gonna be, i don't get that at all mm-hmm. uh i usually think of like i guess inspirations and influences as different things but i know uh any questions i was thinking a lot about like Brittany howard uh of alabama shakes i love her so much uh i was specifically thinking about like her song history repeats that kind of like felt like there's a part in the song where an acoustic guitar starts coming in and it's very like rapid paced it almost feels anxious and i wanted to try and capture that Uh, a little bit of cheryl crow also in that kind of like how to navigate the world um feist and then uh field medic i think was also something that i had just started getting into uh floral prince i think was what came out uh right around the time i was writing and inspired me to write like the interlude tracks uh and yeah i i can't really think of any other specific artists i guess phoebe bridgers too but i feel like that's kind of a like a an obvious one for a lot of like musicians right now <laughs> so yeah it's fair it's fair uh so you already touched on what the album name means but can you tell me if there's any meaning behind the cover art uh <laughs> the meaning behind the cover art is i was just like i don't like the original cover art i need to take a different one um i tweeted about this a couple days ago where i was like don't like wear everyday your everyday outfits when you're doing your cover art because then every time you wear it you're just gonna be like it's just like that album um (laughs) yeah yeah because literally i don't even think i changed for it i just i thought about it i was at my computer i was like i need a different album art for this now because it's no longer like a little EP of songs. It's an album and the vibe needs to be different. Mm-hmm. And so I just went into my bathroom. I don't even think I, like I found the thing that I needed for my tripod to connect my iPhone to it. But at the time I couldn't find it. So I stacked like my ottoman and a couple books on top of my like sink. And so wow. it's very precariously, my like the picture is being taken very precariously on top of all of that. Um, and yeah, I was just like, I got to come up with some moody poses. And that was the one that stuck with it was <laughs> for the, uh, for the album. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's very precarious. <laughs> but it turned out well. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was very nervous. I was like, yeah. oh, if I mess this up, then I, I'm going to have a very cracked screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glad it worked out. Glad it yeah. worked out. It's good. Uh, <laughs> so is there a certain feeling you want listeners to have while going through the album? Uh, I want people to listen to this and be like, this, this sounds good. That, that's pretty much it. I think, I, I, think, <laughs> I think it depends on uh, each song. Cause I think some of the songs, like my favorite song right now off of the album is medallion. And I really want people to kind of like soak with that. Just like listen and be like, damn. You know, I just want people to listen to it and enjoy the songs. I don't know. I guess not really a feeling, but just kind of open yourself up to that, I guess, emotional vulnerability. Okay. Uh, best thing I could say for it. Okay. 
That's fair. Um, <laughs> so this question should go like super, super fast. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. I'm sorry, my guinea pig is squeaking in the background. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, uh, big, small, um, fun. Fun, big, small, fun. Yeah. I was Wonderful. specifically thinking of like tiny desks. So I was like, oh, big, <gasps> yeah. but small, you know, like, mm -hmm. yeah. That could be the oh. name of your next album, Big Small tiny Fun. Desk. Oh. Not tiny desk. Exactly. Or Big mm -hmm. Small Fun Tiny Desk. Exactly. No, because then I could I could get sued for that probably. Could I mean, you? The law is dumb. I mean, I so. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure if it was just Tiny Desk, then you would. But since you added something onto it, it's something new. You transformed yeah, it. Wasn't that something that, like, wasn't that something that like Nathan Fielder did? Like he came up with dumb Starbucks, <laughs> and so like they, they couldn't sue him, mm -hmm. and they made coffee. I forget. That was. <laughs> that's that sounds right. That sounds about right. Um, so I'll call it dumb tiny desk. Exactly. There, you, there go. you go. There you got go. it. Yep. Uh, so do you have any new project in the works? I mean, you wrote this album in like two months. So you working on anything else new, or are you taking a break? <laughs> I will never take a break. I felt that. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, uh, I I'm working on an EP and like I'm working on that album too, kind of slowly. It's um, a very slow process, but I'm getting drums remotely done by somebody. Uh, it's going to be really fun. Uh, it's completely different sound than this album. I, I really don't stick with anything. I'm kind of like, I don't know, Bjork or something. She just goes like, I'm going to do this little thing now. But yeah, I, I'm always working on music because I can never rest. Okay. That's fair. Make sure to take a nap every once in a while, though. It's good. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do that. Other times I I wake up in the middle of the nap. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, so where do you see the project in the next five years i would love to within the next five years be playing at like a festival in oh. front of a bunch of people yeah. but i mean everything that's been going on this year i feel like we're never gonna have shows until like 2030 oh god don't say that don't say yeah, that no, that's, I, that's i'd be far. very very pessimistic but that would yeah, I think it'd be ideal within like the next five years to be doing like a festival, but that is very ambitious. Uh, so I'd say probably just like play a show at like a, a Chicago venue that's like pretty big. Okay. I can't even think of any right now, which is kind of funny. <laughs> I, I like it's live okay. here. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, I can shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Even bigger boom. Ooh. God. Okay, it can't be chicken tenders because I have chicken tenders all the time. It can be chicken tenders. Yeah, I know, but I feel like it has to be something special, you know? Like, it has to be something that I love, but I rarely have. Oh, okay. Okay, mm. that's fair. I feel like it probably, I know that I would want a component of my last meal to be the Oreo cream pie from Baker Square. Ooh. That's my favorite pie. That sounds really good. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like I got it as a kid and I fell in love with it. Uh, but the food itself, God, I think this is tough. This is genuinely a tough question for me. And I love food. <sighs> Probably like a really good lasagna. Mm, Not yeah. Olive Garden. Because oh. Olive Garden, every time I have Olive Garden, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. There's something that they put in their pasta that just makes it too much. It just ruins it, yeah. They're drugging you. No. <laughs> Do you have a drink to go with your lasagna? Oh. Yeah, come on. Um, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Ice, no ice, mug, glass cup. Uh, I would probably just go straight from a can. Oh. The crisp. best way. Yeah, crisp straight from a can. The type that's been in a freezer for like maybe half an hour. So it's okay. like really crisp, but, but obviously it's not frozen. Yeah. That's okay. the strategy. I love that. That's great. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, Ooh. where would you live? Ooh. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Thank you. That'd be so cool. Um, probably, I feel like probably just the new, no, wait, no, that's not even fictional, but I was thinking fictional universe, like just New York City, but in the Spider-Man universe. Oh yeah, that's fictional. I would love, I would love to just like run into Spider-Man. That'd be pretty cool. Or live with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but no, okay. For the first like few months, I don't know that he's Spider-Man, but then I accidentally find out because I actually walk in on him changing into a suit. Yeah. That would be cool because then that would have like a, a component of our friendship that's like, oh, I had no idea about this. <laughs> I don't know. So you want to have the twist involved. Yeah. Just like have... we're friends already. Yeah, because then I feel like that would have more of a thrill because if he just told me like, oh, yeah, by the way, before you move in, I just want to let you know, I, you know, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. Like I'd probably first off i'd be like yeah sure like mm -hmm. you know but secondly it would just remove that thrill but if i walked in on him putting on his suit about to thwip out of the window yeah. I, think I, I think i'd probably be like oh my god whoa why didn't yeah. you tell me yeah, yeah exactly no i don't think i would be like why didn't you tell me because you know i'd be like oh no i understand yeah oh. <laughs> it all makes sense now yeah. exactly I, I, i'm so happy you have this entire thing worked out in your mind. This, that makes me really happy. I, like I that. know. I, that was all off the cuff. Are um, you serious? Yeah, my mind wow. my mind moves too fast, which is why I have anxiety. Powerful. Powerful. <laughs> I wish I didn't have it. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to have said it's the most important question. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite color? Ooh. Pastel blue. Taste. Nice. As it should be. Yep. Yep. Pastel blue. I always wanted to dye my hair pastel blue. Couldn't due to legal reasons. Not actually legal reasons. Just oh, okay. But, no, could you imagine getting sued because you got pastel blue hair? But yeah, pastel blue. All right. Solid. Um, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, just stay healthy drink dr pepper yep. dr pepper is healthy so it's not contradictory mm -hmm. um and yeah uh listen to my music sometime maybe if you want to feel an emotion i can't specify which one you'll feel something all right wonderful uh, 
Well, thank you for now. This has been Jan Heim and uh, We're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>